Okay. So um, I want to start with the, this piece from the Merle Diskin, which I think I said over to you once, but I, wonder, I never really did the whole piece. So let's, uh, it's a fascinating piece. Um, it, the, 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 what it puts over here was, he calls it a mimer niflo, an extraordinary mimer. And he said it's for Siamatara. Um, so I don't know sure exactly what a Siamatara is. Um, because it is over here, the Siamatara, precious Vayera, Lamasha. So now, I know Rabbi Kamachievsky has a Siamatara that he does every year. Every year he finishes all of Shas, Babli and Rishalmi. Finishes all of the Midrashim, all of the. Right. Um, but Safra, Sifri, Setusefta, all of that. He finishes all of Tanakh, finishes all the Mishnayas. It's everything which. Torah, Shogunar, etc. He does it every year. And in Pesach, he makes a Siamatara. Do you smell something? No, I can't say that I do. Okay. Let's assume it's not anything. Okay. So now. There's more Barabbas, and the more Barabbas says that the more goes to who wrote the different swarm of Tanakh. Right? So the more says that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote three things. The more says that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote of Sifroi, Uparshas Bilam, Vesefer Eov. The more is who wrote Eov. According to one opinion, Moshe Rabbeinu wrote Eov. Okay? Sifro is Taras Moshe. He wrote, Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who wrote down Taras Moshe. And he wrote Parshas Bilam. Moshe Rabbeinu wrote Parshas Bilam. So the obvious question is, Parshas Bilam is part of, part of Sifro, part of Taras Moshe. So why is it more listed as three separate things? There's Sifro, Taras Moshe, and, and Sefer Eov. It should be two things, Sifro and Taras Moshe. Um, so Rashi says, the Parshas Bilam ain't Michlala Torah, Bilam. It's referring to some other volume, which we don't have, which is not part of the Torah, that, that Bilam wrote other other things, and Moshe Rabbeinu wrote that down. Uh, as Rashi learns, um, that, um, so, um, that, I'm sorry, sorry, I said that wrong. Rashi learns that Parsha's Bilam is not really part of the Torah, it's just like Mishalim, etc. Our Parsha, which we're going to lay in, is not really full Torah. So he says, that's ridiculous. that can't be. The more says, the person says that one word of the Torah is, one letter of the Torah is not in a Shemayim, it's just, it's not really part of Torah, uh, is an Apicurus. Okay. Then he brings the Ritvor, Shahoyi Parsha Acheris Ksuva, Misipuri Bilam. The Ritvor says it was a, this different book. Moreover, saying, well, who wrote, who wrote Tanakh? So, right, who, so who, we say, who wrote Tanakh? Um, no, well, yeah, oh, whatever. Okay, that was the original. That's fine. And the more it says he wrote these three things, it's some other volume out there somewhere else like, well, that's not, you know, that's not relevant. Okay, first question. Uh, he's going he's gonna to bring multiple questions, then he's going to give one answer, but then answer all the questions. Base. The puzzle says, Kilo Nachash Um he says that Kleisel is Roy the Bracha, because they don't have the they don't rely on the Hashim in these different types of signs. They speak to Shaykh to Hashem. Madua Basar Bachar Davka Bimitsu, she may have a high time of real the Bracha. So Bilam says Kleisel is Roy the Bracha, because they don't they don't do Nachash. 
then it'll do nichush. They do many mitzvahs. Um, then it says, And then at this moment they ask, but Why is it important this moment? So that's the question. Gimel, that the positive says, There was a never a Navi which was the equivalent of Moshe, Lakomba Yisrael Kemosha. So Chazal Darshan. That in the nations of the world there was a Navi which was equivalent to Moshe. Who was that Bilam? So Kashali Shmoya, the Damas Tumalatara, how can you compare Bilam, Harasha? He was the same as Moshe Rabbeinu. It's just, it doesn't, how do you accept such a concept? Magam, the Pasha de Kroa, Kayal Osid, Shalia Oid, Lover Lamishtoi, Bilam Nerebi Mechemas Minyan. The Pasuk says, that there's, a, there's not going to be a Novi like Moshe Ben in the future. What was in the past is not relevant. So we're saying maybe there was a Novi in Kaiso like Moshe before him, but that's not the point. The point there never will be another Novi like, like Moshe Ben. So why are you the Chazal Darshim about there was Bilam who was in the past? Okay. Number four. Maso led the Bilam, the Lechus, the Kala Yisrael, Hashem, Omer, Loisor. The Gil of Parsha says, Hashem says very clearly, you cannot curse Kala Yisrael. Bilam says, I'm going to go and I'm going to convince him. Like, what's the Habamina? He knows Gosh Baruch doesn't change. So, what was this Habamina Bilam? What was his Sochadaitoch? And the last thing is, Inyan Aspoklar Yahameira. Because I'll say that Moshe Benu saw his Levua in Aspoklar Yahameira. So, that's the, the uh, five main questions that he has. So, let's just review very quickly. Moshe Benu wrote this section called Bilam, Parshas Bilam. What was that referring to? Um, why does we, do we pick Kilo Nachash if the Klaiso doesn't use these type of divinations as a, that's the reason why they should, they're Roy for a bracha. Number three, the, the Umas Eilam, there was somebody like Moshe Rena, how can you compare such a thing? Number four, what was Bilam's thought process which would allow him to believe that he could give a clothes to Klaiso and the Kodesh Bracha doesn't want that? And number five, what's his idea that Moshe Rena saw his Nebuah in Aspaklar Yahamira in this clear vision? That's the five questions. Um, so let's explain. Okay, so he said like this. Um, little little basic background. The Russian for whatever reason, set up the system how his shefa comes to the world, how the Bershom puts his shpo of tov in the, in the world, etc. It goes through, a, it, it, it's created in, in the higher spheres, and slowly but surely it trickles down to this world. And it goes through processes to bring it down to this world. When a Novi, when a Novi is able to see something in the future, what he's really doing is his neshama is being detached from the body, and allows him to go into a higher celestial existence and see that which already exists at a higher level before it actually comes down to its final form in this world. So that's how he's able to see such a concept. Um, and when um, he sees it, and he's able to envision it in such a way how it would look in this world, even though it's not here yet. That's part of the Kiddush of the Nebuah. And then at that point, the Nobi comes back to himself. 
Okay. Now, number uh, paragraph seven. So the Rama's lotion is that the Nobi did not see the Nobi was not given words. The Nobi was given a was given a vision and immediately understood what the vision meant. But the choice of the words belonged to the Nobi, with the exception of Mashurbainu. Mashurbainu was given the exact words how he should say it. Mashurbainu had such a clarity, or the vision was so clear as if he was given the words. Whereas the other Nevi'im, they weren't given the words, but they but they saw a vision, and the understanding of the vision, Raman says, was immediately understood. There was no, he didn't interpret it. It wasn't, an, it wasn't a conscious interpretation. I saw something, I knew exactly what it meant immediately. That's what Raman says. He would immediately understand, it was engraved in his heart what it meant. He knew exactly what it meant. But what, what, what the, the Meryl Diskin is saying is, you're using your nefesh to see it. So there's a limitation over here, and it's called you. Right? So you're seeing it with the, this lens called you. So obviously the Nobel was a tremendous madrego, so his nefesh was, had a purity to it, which allowed him to see things which the average person couldn't see. But it's still limited by the lens. Therefore he says like this, a person sees through a lens. If the, the lens is green, Adam red, Tzahob yellow, Tchelis green, um, um, blue. So everything will have that, that, that tinge. Yeroikim, Adamim, etc. I'm seeing the item, but there's still a reddish tinge, which wasn't really in the real item. Right? So if I see anything through a glass and the glass is, is tinted, I'm going to see that tint on the item, even though the, I'm seeing the item still, but there's an added kinesh, which is not on the item, it's in the, 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 viewer, the viewer's mind because of what he's seeing it through. Kenyan ben Novi, so the Novi as well. Kol So the more pure the Neshama was, the more pure the Novi would see without this tint. So Mashabeno had the most pure Nashamba. That's what I'll say. That he saw in a pure, clear glass. So there was no human input at all in his vision. Because the, the human was so pure that there was nothing blocking. He saw it just as purely as Mashem was giving it. Whereas every Novi would, as it were, Absorb it into through his see it through his own neshama. His neshama was obviously pure. That's why he was a novi. But it wasn't fully as fully pure as Mashrabenu, and therefore there was a human element in the nevuah. Vavu became chalila. Do not dare say They didn't say something was wasn't true. Um um, okay, so the, obviously they, it wasn't that there was they were misinterpreting or misunderstanding. They clearly the, the, the Bershom obviously knew the, the Majerga of the Novi and he gave him something that the Novi would see properly 
and, and as, as possible and understand it properly. But we cannot take away that there was, was, was some element of a human effect to it. Then he says um, that let's compare it to, uh, to um, um, a chaloim. Right, so Chazal say that chaloim, a, 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 a dream, is one sixtieth of a nevuah. The matter means chaloim echad misam of a nevuah. gam shom, rachaloim bobar of inyan. The more says that there's a lot of other stuff in the chaloim, which is not part of the nevuah. So you don't know exactly what's what. Umat emes of There's a little bit of emes with a lot of sheker. Ashiyevshir v'kashal hasik piyzer of this. It's not obviously what it means. But even so, Amru Kalachlam is a Halukhachrapet. With Amila Navua, Shabemas Miskaimba Oilam Ashavlachakat, Kafia Sher Nirsham Apisum Benavsha. So it comes out, she's got a kasha. If I'm telling you there's some element of human elements, so okay, fine. So why does the Navua play out the way he said it? If there's some element of human Navua. She says the same way you see back Haloim, because I'll say the way it's, the, the person interprets it affects how it plays out. And a chalom is only one sixtieth of a nevuah. Kabbalah nevuah itself will play out the way the person understands it. So it, it comes out what he saw, and what happens. There's a truth to it. It's how it's going to be, but he plays a role in the picture. I would add, which he doesn't say, um, that the Russian obviously. Let's say I have a message which I want. Uh, the Russian has a message he wants to give to, to mankind. And he knows this is the mar he wants to use to give it, and this is the Navi he wants to use to give it through, because that Navi, his neshama, is on that kav that he will get that message properly. Right? Whereas a different Navi wouldn't necessarily have that. Interpretive ability. Uh, again, it's, even though it's not an active interpretation, it's a, it's a, it's a passive element of input of the Navi. So, for example, the Gemara says that Chizkyo um, HaMelech, um, no, Yoshio HaMelech had, a, had a, um, the, a question to understand what was a certain message, and he went to Chulad Neviyu. Why do you hear Navi? Yemiyo Navi was the Navi at the time. He was the greatest, he was, he was the biggest of the Neviyim of the, time, the generation. Why do you go to Chulad? Chulad was a woman, right? So one suggestion is that because he believed that her response was a horrible prediction for destruction of Klai Yisrael. But what was his thought process? His thought process called it was a woman. There was an element of Rachmanus there, so her neshama would see it, uh, interpret it with element of, of, of Rachmanus. Again, it's not an active, it's not an active interpretation. It's a passive, it's, it's automatic. My high time I'm moving, the minimum exeris and the more says that, that when a Navi says a Nebuah, if it's, it's the raw, it could, it, could be, it could be retracted. However, by Ur Matumim, it cannot be retracted. When the Karim would get a, get a message through Ur Matumim, it's called, more says it's called Ur Matumim because that the Meir Mestereim, Ur Mashlim, Ur Matamim it's Tomim, it's complete. It's done. It's, there's no going back. Right? So what's the difference? So, Urmatumim is a direct diva from Kodesh Boruch. That's it. It's done. It doesn't go back. 
when it goes through a Novi, the Maisha there's a human element, therefore it can be retracted. There's something else in there as well. Says okay now. I've explained the last question. What is this pure aspekaria hamiira that about Moshebenu and how is it different from the from the other neviim? Now let's go back to, to question number four. Where our question was, what in the world was Bilam's havamina that he should give, give a call to Klal Yisrael? When Kodesh Baruch said they're going to get, they deserve bracha. So what was his avamin? He says, "Move in style. Now I understand my question in number in number two, in, in number four. I'm sorry. So daite shivorchem Hashem is baruch al yadu b'machsev. So Bill came up with the following thought process. He says, "There ain't no black soul like my black soul, right? He's totally black. He's the Russia." So his neshama is the least pure neshama you could ever imagine. Right? So the person is going to give a bracha to Klai so it's going to go through the neshama of Bilam and come out tinged. Tinged. Very tinged. It'll be a klala. So that was the plan. Because he knew how it works. So immediately he knows he's going to affect the, the, the bracha it, to the point where it, it can come out being a klala. He, he with his blackened soul his filthy soul, what he's going to see is going to be bad. Okay, so that was the plan. So how did the Russian abort that plan? How did the Russian prevent that? Okay, the Russian didn't give him a Mara. He gave him a a explicit, the Pesukim of the Roshim said he put words in the mouth of Bill and go back. See, what did the Roshim do? He didn't give him a Mara like usual. He gave him the words. Well, the words, the words are bracha. Right. So it comes out that Bilim is the only Navi other than Roshim who got a very explicit, clear bracha without any interpretation. Without any, without any active interpretation. Roshim because his nevich was so pure that it was automatically just straight flow through because his bracha was deeper. And Bilam, because the Bershom stuck the words in his mouth. So in that sense, Bilam is equal to Moshe Rabbeinu. Not because he was such a wonderful guy, because the Bershom had to use this new process of Nevoah to circumvent the Kesorim that Bilam had planned to implant in the Nevoah. Um, Why give Bilam the Nevoah at all? Um, that's a good question. I will get to, uh, I, I, that's, the, that's another side, <laughs> if we get to it. Okay. It wasn't what happened over here was was a was a it, it wasn't a manly thing. This was like a Kurdish Baruch was deeper. That's not bottle. Come out to Ma Kachi Lasses, whom a Vorchem Beferish. The divination is even less than that. So, but the Russian doesn't, the Christ is not shy to that. So that raises the Christ up that they deserve to get it straight in the wolf of Kodesh Baruch. That's the end of uh, Yud. Now, next paragraph. Move on, Ois Gimel. Shalom Yomitzino Novi, Shiyomer Dabra Nitzav Selah, Rak Al Prat Mokamizman. 
The reason why the, the average Novi um, is talking about a very limited thing is because since the fish talk on this battle, um, so why give this Navur, which is going to be the final broad scrub of everything when his Navur is not guaranteed to last? Mashabenu, his Nabuad is never gonna it's always gonna last. See, he was what was the one who was given the broad scope of history around all the details. That's Shiraz Hazinu. Zulas Bilam, Amrabayalka, Komashi Sol Oikla by Lamazah, and Alamibrach Shall Bilam. Bilam's brachas, what Bilam got, again, is the whole scope of history. Because the Maila of Bilam, Bilam was, was a direct move from Kodesh Baruch, which can't be Chaser, can't be in his battle. So Bilam is the mouthpiece which you would want to use to give a broad scope of history. So in that sense, that's how Bilam Kambanovi should have also said, um, in Kaiser, only Moshe Rabbeinu had such a type of Nebuah. And it was telling there was somebody else that's such a type of Nebuah, that's Bilam. And that Bilam, that's a, that's a Nebuah which is about the future still. Bilam's. All right, fine. Now, go, so that answers, um, he's answered Asalari um, Meir, which is number five. He answered what Bilam's, what Bilam's thought process was. Now that's number four. He answered what it means that there are other nations like uh, there's somebody like Moshe. That's number three. Number two, he talks about why the Nachash element. I didn't get. I didn't spend too much time on that. Um, uh, a little bit complicated. It's not, it's not at the main point I want to bring out. And I'll go back to number one. So Moshe Rabbeinu wrote Sifroi Parshas Bilam and says every year. So what do you mean Moshe Rabbeinu wrote Parshas Bilam? So Rashi says he wrote Parshas Bilam in the Torah. So yeah, he wrote everything. So that's included in Sifra. He says, no, it's not. <laughs> now, why is it called Torah's Moshe? Moshe Benu is describing, writing over the story about Abraham Avinu. Why, so why is Torah's Moshe? That's Torah's Avram. Right? was in the Mitzrayim and something happens. Moshe Benu writes it down. He's a secretary. He's not, it's not Torah's Moshe. It belongs all everybody Kaisa knew the story. Like so why is it called Taras Moshe? I'll begin Mosul Khajbur called Maisa Bayasar Yadias Mem Khaspanim. When Mushrina wrote it, Mushrina wrote it as the Khajbur was giving it over. The Bursha was giving it over with a lot more depth of understanding than just the, the everybody else knew the story. So Mushrabina was giving over in Navuas Avraham. Avraham gets a Navua. Moshe Rabbeinu was giving over in the Torah the Nebuah that Avram got. Moshe Rabbeinu understood that Nebuah, he gave it over as, as pure as the Kaddish Baruch gave that Nebuah, even more pure than what Avram got the Nebuah, because Avram wasn't as pure as Moshe. So Moshe Rabbeinu added a kanach to the Nebuah that Avram Avinu himself didn't have. So that's why it's called Taras Moshe. It's not Taras Avram, it's called Taras Moshe. Shagam Batevis Hasipra Nirmosim Tabor Macherim Rabim and Kates. Moshe knew everything. That maybe that Nabu was precise. The Nabu as it was for what Avram needed to hear 
he heard perfectly in Sutter Moshe. But it's also, we learned Russia from that, we learned different things from that. There's so much more to that story, which Avraham Avraham didn't get, which Rosh Hashem got. wasn't a secretary, we wrote it down. He understood it even deeper than they did. One exception. Parshas Bilam, Bilam said it over exactly as is. So Moshe was just a secretary. Zulus Parshas Bilam, all he was is writing it over. If there was anything which was questionable, Bilam would have changed it. So nothing was questioned. Everything was perfectly clear exactly what it means. So what did Moshe Rabbeinu add? Nothing. He didn't add anything. So he wrote Sifroi and Parshas Bilam. But it's not, it's not called, it's from, not from a Kodesh Boruch Hu. I don't know, but the reason why it's called Parshas Bilam because it came directly from a Kodesh Boruch Hu, even to Bilam. And Moshe Rabbeinu just brought, brought over into the Torah that message that Moshe Rabbeinu gave to Bilam with the perfect clarity. That's why it's not called Taras Moshe. It's called not Sifra Taras Moshe. It's called Parshas Bilam. That's his answer. Gorgeous piece. It's a Maimar Nifl. It's called the Maimar Nifl. It's a beautiful piece. Okay. Now, that's a Maril Diskin. So that's our that, that's the literature part of the this year. So this is Sasemis, that's the Chesidish part of the Shir, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> so the post is telling this, on the, the left column, the post is Karno. So um, it's Posek and Micha, which is part of the Haftarah of Parshish Bolok. That Amis Karno, Mayotz Bolok, you look down on the bottom, number 10, it quotes the, um, the Posek. So the Bershom sends an Abu'ah to Klai, so he says this, Ami, my nation, Zechornah, please remember, Mayotz, Bolak, Melech, Mayot, Ma'enoi, Sabilim, and Bohar, what Bolak requested, and what Bilam answered, means she's the man of Gilgal, Lamandasi, Kodashem, to remember the Slaka that Kodesh Baruch did for Klai, that there was potentially um, an element, Klai was in danger, and Bershom saved us. Right, so remember, don't rem- remember that. So first of all, um, so now we understand what the danger was—that there was a potential for Klola there, which was a true potential for Klola. And the Bereshit created, as it were, a new Navua, which never existed before, to be the vehicle to make Klai so, keep Klai so safe. So Bereshit is saying there's a mitzvah to schorna. Remember that. Um, so some people say at the end of davening, uh, the, the people have what they say the sheish tzchiras, the, the six things to remember every day. Right. Right. So in the, in, in in the Siddur Hagroa, there actually are ten. You know, the Jews can't agree on anything. They make it make it number like that. Right. So um, the six. Which are here in the standard list are all from the Torah. You should remember David Yisrael. You should remember the the Matan Torah. Remember Amalek. Remember how you angered Kodesh Baruch Hu. What happened to Miriam and and Zohar Shemesh Shabbos the Kach. The only going to add something from elsewhere. 
So there's this mitzvah. Remember the the stock of Kodesh Baruch Hu did that, but with by Bilam, that Bereshit did not allow Bilam to give a call to Klayus, right? So um, um, so the more silly is the more says in Brachus that Bichulik by Parshas Bolak Bekriyishma Bechoya. The more it says that there was there was a discussion in the Gemara. A possibility that they should actually read the the, the parsha a parsha's bolik of the 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 back and forth of the the and the brachas the klai yisrael that Bilam did give is part of kriyshma every day. Kriyshma would have been a lot longer, right? The more so they used to read the sarasadivris until the minim came along and said the Torah was only the sarasadivris. So they used to read sarasadivris every day. There was there was other things they used to read besides just parsha shema. So now the question is, what was the, what would be what would be the reason to write parsha's Bilam? Parshas Bolok, take that and say that every day is part of, part of Kriyashma. What's the so? The answer is we have a Pasuk Zechorah. You're supposed to remember it, uh, right? So you're supposed to remember Yisus Mitzrayim. So we read the Parsha of Sitzes. It's remember Yisus Mitzrayim. So we should remember this also. So why? Um, so the so the Sasema said like this. Part of the clarity the person has to have in the word of Hashem, all of the seemingly the, the powers which exist in the world, which are for are for ra, or for to, to are the atuma, the opposite of kedusha in the world. The Russian has full control over them and uses them as he sees fit. But but that the Russian will only choose to do that if, if they were deserving. So Bilam was forced, like the Rashi says, that the Russian stuck the words in his mouth, put a rein, as if he put like a bit in, a bit in his mouth with the reins, and brought him back to, to Bullock and forced him to say these words. Right? Rashi is a little chikah, but he put, Rashi put a put a uh, a bit in his mouth. Kinyan Sham Rukasa Balkarchayan Amen. The more says uses such a lotion that when the, when the person the tumalachim which accompanied the person down home from the night of to, to Friday night from Shul to his home, when they come in and they see the house is is appropriately set up for Shabbos, the Malach Toiv says. It should be like this the coming week. And the other Malach is forced to answer Amen. And vice versa, if it's not that, the Malach Ra says it should be like this next week, and the Malach Tzav is forced to answer Amen. Right? Um, but this is not limited to the story of Bilaam. This continues to play out again and again and again in the, in the future. That if a person, where there's enemies, which are contemplating Ra for the person, the Russian will use the Sitra Akra, the, the Kedusha, whatever they have, in a way which is opposite, op, the opposite of that, which will be beneficial for Kedusha, if the person is deserving. So that's. Um, Says that 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 the Sosema sees that to be an that seems to be an integral part of what it means about a Hashem is understanding 
of that you don't really have a danger out there. As long as the danger is not not intrinsic, the danger is because that the allows this to, to to play out, and if you're deserving otherwise, it won't happen. I think I told you. Um, um, the Moshe says the story with Chizkiyo Melech that Yeshaya came to him and told him that Moshe, that Tzavos Beisel Kimoistemus, you have to give a, your final directive to your family because your your version says you're supposed to die because you, you didn't he didn't do the misapproval. So, um, so he said I'm going to die. And Shaya said it's too late. Then the boy came already. He said, so Chizkiyo answered to Yeshaya Ben Amoitz Yeshaya Ben Amoitz. So he said Ben Amoitz. Take your nevuah would say. Klach would say, "Get out of here with your nevuah." I have a masara from from Melech. Even though you have a sharp knife on the person's neck, don't give up. The Mershim can give give mercy at that moment. The knife's on his neck; he still could Mershim could save him. There's no sharper knife in the world than the nevuah of Neshayah Navi. A knife is, I don't know, what, the, what we have no idea what's supposed to happen. The guy, the guy has a knife. The guy could drop dead at that second. He have a heart attack. Right? Just because the knife is there, what, something's going to happen? Right? The ground should shake and the guy could fall down. Right? His wife could call him. He could run home. Right. Right? You know, like, whatever. Right? Say, the Shai is saying in Shemayim there was Xavier that the person is supposed to die. Right. And Yeshai, Nabatom Shai Novi. Right? Yeshai was compared to some ways to, 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 to Madrega of. Of the, the of of Tzemarsher Rabbeinu, okay, and he says the Moshe Shemayim is supposed to die. He said, "No, nah, don't worry, everything's fine. We, we work it out." Because it's kind of, right? That's the clarity that 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 Chisyol Melech lived with. That even Xerim Shemayim the Rock could change. Kabbalah when I just see Ra down here, it's not it's not Mukhrak at all that it has to be, oh. right? But but I want to say something else is. I want to add to him. Why is that something which is part of Shema? Like, why is that part of Shema? So I would, you know, just along the lines of what he's saying, I think I would, suge- I would suggest the following. Shema Yishol Hashem Lekin Hashem Echod. Hashem Echod means that there's no other Kayach in the Bria other than the Kosh Baruch. So that's true, Mitzad the Kayach in the Bria. It's also true, Mitzad the plan for the Bria. Bilam was the vehicle, like the Merle was saying, he was the only Novi which gave us the full scope of history other than Mershur Benu. Oh. Right? Hashir was the full scope of history. And Bilam gives Bilam is the only, the only place where it says explicit in the Torah that Mashiach is, is, is in Parsha's Bilam. Right? Oh. Right? So it's a, it's a fascinating thing. The Raman says that. You have to leave a Mashiach because it says in the Torah, and he brings the Pasuk, the, the Pasukim from Bilam. Bilam is the one who tells us about, about Mashiach. Like, which is a fascinating thing. Like, you know, you got to get the Goy to tell you about it. Right? <laughs> what Mashiach's function, or one of his functions is, he was the vehicle to bring back the, the picture of all of history, which seems to be a misnagid to Kaddish Baruch's purpose, is really all part of Kaddish Baruch's purpose. Rabbi Avidim Miller said the same way when when you look at the Megillah 
you see all of the different things which seem to be totally disparate. At the end of the picture, it comes down that he realized all of that really was actually all planned and all good for Klai Yisrael. Right. So when Mashiach is going to come, the same thing is going to happen. In the same way we, pro, we, we sit there and we read through the Megillah and we think about it and we learn new ideas of how each thing was beneficial, we're going to do that with history. You're going to look at, well, oh, that happened. Oh, you, see, you know why that happened? Because that played out this and this caused this. And that's why we're going to see... This finally we're going to see the picture coming together, right? So, the, all of which seems to be ra, which seems to be misnagged to the kedusha, really was part of. So, the person who embodies that the greatest is Bilam. He's the greatest enemy in a certain sense that we had, because he was coming with us not with the power of just Adam. He's coming out with the power of Navua and Klola to, to destroy us. And he was used as a vehicle to give us a scope of history to the point that Mashiach fits into the picture. Right? So that's part of Kriyashma. That's theoretically part of Kriyashma because that's, that's the grapple we grapple with Hashem Echod when we seem to be that the world seems to be, as it were, Chas Sholem, running not in the, the way we would think he wants to do. No, no, that's not true. It's, it's all it's all Hashem's. So the 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 actors of Kadosh Baruch is, is pure, but the the individual who's going to give us the best way to understand that is is Parshas Bilam, which he's able to bring all together all of these thoughts. And he's the one who can can see. Oh, there's a, at the end of the day, Mashiach's going to come and bring it all together. By trying to do the other extreme, he ended up having that clarity of everything put together. So that's what I want to suggest. Okay, let's hold it here.